What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to be charming. Part one of this part two series, Getting People to Like You. To start it off, I want to start with a quote from Freud, who said that the charm of a child is its narcissism. And that applies to some degree to adults too. I would say that's 50% true. But there's more to being charming than being a narcissist, okay? And being a narcissist is not necessarily the best thing for your happiness. But to be charming, you do have to have more than average self-love, okay? And I don't think that's a bad thing. It just has to be within the bounds of empathy. So number one point on how to be charming is be high value and humble, okay? High value and humble. Think about a Ryan Gosling interview or a George Clooney interview or a Brad Pitt interview. These are obviously very good-looking guys, extremely successful, extremely wealthy, tons of women. I mean, everything a man could want. And they're super high value, but they're also super humble in the interview because George Clooney's not going to sit there and brag about how many women he has or how much money he has because everyone's going to hate him, right? He's going to come off humble because he has the value to be very humble um, without diminishing his uh, personal identity, without diminishing himself as a successful person. In fact, by being high value and being humble, it makes people like him a lot more. If he was just a complete arrogant dick in every interview, I mean, he would get so much backlash and, and people would stop watching his movies. But when he's super high value and super humble, it makes people like him and want to watch his movies and want to be around him and it's a massive massive thing those two things together are really important okay so you've got the high value where you're a winner you've got like basically high value is everything that my site's about building up your uh bank account building up your business getting your style together building your fitness uh, building up your access so you're able to offer guys, um, you know, a chance to meet women or parties, building up your looks, all, you know, building up your personal style, all of these different things where you want to be able to walk into the place and people say, you know, that guy's a winner or that looks like a cool guy. I want to get to know him more. When I see another cool guy, I'll reach out to him and say, hey, man, how's it going? You know, let's grab a beer or something like that, because I'm always looking for other high value guys especially high value guys who are humble, okay? So high value, check out my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. I've got, you know, at least 100 strategies on there to build up those different levels of your life, all right? But humility is something that you don't hear a lot about in the personal development world and, and also in the red, red pill personal development world. And humility is super, super important, okay? Because when you're high value and you're a dick, Everyone hates you. Even your friends don't like you. Your employees don't like you. They just be nice to your face and they're waiting for you to fall. All right. And even the girls that you date, they might be attracted to you and they might want to fuck you because you're good in bed, but they don't actually like you. Right. You can be very successful and very high value and have the majority of people that you meet not like you because you're a fucking dick. All right. And being a dick is the opposite of being charming. So you want to be high value. But you want to be humble too, okay? And, that, and it goes both ways. If you have no value but you're humble, then you're a doormat, 
If you're high value and you're an asshole, then you're a fucking dick. All right. So you want to be somewhere in between. You want to be high value and you want to be humble and and kind of modest. You don't want to fucking brag about what you're doing. You know, when I'm communicating with you guys, I, I, I try and make sure that, okay, if I'm talking about girls or something, it doesn't come off like I'm bragging, or at least I hope that it doesn't. What I want to come off, what I want it to come off to is just me talking to you one-on-one um, from a place of sincerity and just saying, you know, there's guys who are better at making money. There's guys in better shape. There's guys better with women. I have some, you know, skills that I can teach to you. But it's never about being the fucking, you know, the king shit, right? You know, you always want to be able to project that humility. And that goes whether you're meeting somebody new or you're just talking to the checkout girl or whoever. You know, it's it's a really, really great way to get people to like you. And just to give you an example, think about the guy in high school who's popular, all right? So you have one guy who's popular and he's a complete dick. And let's say you weren't popular in high school and you hate this guy, but then... Take another guy who was popular, but he was super nice and he would talk to you as an equal and he wouldn't brag to you about shit and he would, you know, listen to you and stuff like that. You love that guy and you want to be around that guy more, okay? It's all about high value and humility. So that's point number one. Point number two is positivity, all right? You cannot be negative and be charming at the same time. It's impossible. It's impossible to be negative and charming. When you're complaining, this sucks, this shit, you know, life is shit, I'm fucking bored. You cannot possibly be charming when you are coming with those characteristics. It's impossible, all right? So you have to be positive if you want people to like you. No one wants to be around someone negative. Negative people are like fucking vampires, and they drain the positivity out of the interaction. They drain the charm out of the interaction. And the more negative you are, the more you repel people. But the more of a positive aura and a positive energy that you create the more you draw people into your circle, okay? It is an absolute necessity, if you want to be charming, to be positive. And the best way to be positive is to get into state. State is an NLP term. It's a term that you hear a lot from Tony Robbins. It's a term that the um, Real Social Dynamics guys talk about a lot. State means feeling good, all right? I'm talking to you in state right now. I'm feeling terrific. I just went on a bike ride. I'm shooting from the middle of the mountains. And... Is it very, very crucial that you are positive when you want to be charming? And the best way to be positive is to get into state. So I have at least 20 different things that, I, that I'm able to use to get myself into state. And I look at every single day, every hour, every couple hours of the day to get myself into state. So I'll do one thing to get me through the next two hours, and then I'll do something else to get me through the next two hours in state. For example, lifting weights, um, going hard on the exercise machine. Fenibit, uh, alcohol, um, talking with friends, you know, meeting up with a girl, you know, stretching really hard to loosen up all the tension, uh, dancing, doing, you know, crazy energized exercises to get myself into state. All right. I want to, my, my life goal is to be into state all the time, hundred percent of the time feeling terrific. All right. The better you get at being able to build your state, the more you're consistently positive, the more you're consistently positive, the more everyone's going to like you, okay? When you're always in state and you're practiced at it and you're good at the art of being happy and being in state, you're spreading that positive energy around to everyone around you, okay? Whether it's the fucking checkout girl or someone you met or your girlfriend's parents, everyone's going to vibe off that positivity and positivity is just naturally fucking charming, all right? When you're positive, 
everyone wants to talk to you because every, you know, 99% of people are fucking negative, man. 99% of people are bringing you down. When you're the guy who's bringing everyone up, you are going to attract people like moths to a fucking flame, all right? Number three, interest, all right? Show motherfucking interest in people. Don't just fucking shit something out of your mouth and talk about what you want to talk about and talk about yourself and brag about yourself. No one fucking cares, man. No one cares about, you know, what's going on with you. People care about what's going on in their own life. If you want people to like you, you got to take a fucking interest in their life and you got to speak to them in that way. When you hear about the charm of, like, Bill Clinton and guys like George Clooney, you can read about it on Quora and these different sites and... The takeaway that most people say is they make you feel like you're the only person in the room, okay? So you've got a super high-value guy who comes to you, shakes your hand, looks you in the eye, and takes an interest in what you're saying, is not looking around everywhere, is strictly looking just at you and shining his light on you and asking you questions about your life and listening to what you're saying, all right? That's an incredibly powerful thing, especially when you're coming in as a high-value person because no one else takes an interest in other people. They all, everyone wants to talk about their fucking life and all the shit that they're doing or they don't even, you know, take the time to engage in a conversation. They just ignore people, all right? If you want people to like you, show an interest in them. Engage in what they're saying. Actively listen, all right? By actively listen, I mean when they're saying something, you say stuff like, right, Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, so you went to, uh, you went hunting last weekend. Was that fun? Right? Like, you're, you're taking an interest. You are actively maintaining rapport. You're actively listening by showing with your words and your eye contact. And then you're asking questions about what they're saying to get them to open up to you. All right? And this makes people feel really comfortable, makes them feel like they can let their guard down, makes them feel like they're getting to know you which is interesting because the more someone is able to talk about themselves, the more they feel like they're getting to know you. It's the best way to make people comfortable and to flatter them to some degree, all right? Not to lie, not to tell them some bullshit that doesn't matter, but if you are talking to someone and you want to charm them, all right, find the things that you like about them or find something that's positive and tell them that. If any reason, not even to get something, just to add some positivity to someone's day. Like I'll tell a checkout girl, like you have a nice smile or, you know, you have a nice energy or, or, you know, anything like that. Or, or a guy that I meet and he's telling me about his business. I'm, I'll say something like, man, that's really good. You, you know, you, that's, that's an incredible thing that you're doing. Um, because I'm choosing to focus on the positive and I'm taking an interest and then I'm giving them a compliment because I want them to be happy, and when they're happy, I feel happier. And when they like me more, I like them more. So it's a win-win, like, positive feedback situation, okay? I'm not talking about, like, blowing smoke up someone's ass and telling them some bullshit. I'm saying, like, find the fucking positive thing after you've taken interest in them and then tell them about it, all right? I mean, it just makes interactions so much easier, and it makes it so that people will like you. So that's point number three. Point number four is be playful. Now... This only applies to certain situations, okay? It does not necessarily apply to meeting your girlfriend's parents where you want to be on better behavior. It also doesn't necessarily apply to where you're meeting uh, strangers, with the exception of, like, meeting a girl, all right? When you're meeting a girl, you actually want to be more playful. But when you're meeting, like, a group of 
new guys or whatever, or um, you know, the girl you're with, her friends, then you want to focus more on being high value and humble. But being playful is a massive thing in getting people to like you. It's really good for when you're hanging out with your friends, guys that already know you, um, or girls that you want to meet, okay? And when I'm saying being playful, I'm saying being like kind of like cocky and playful, all right? Cocky in the sense of it's all tongue-in-cheek, though. Like, you know, it's like self-aware narcissism. Like, I'm talking shit to a girl, and I'm, I've got a shitty grin on my face, but she knows and I know that, you know, that I'm just bullshitting, right? It's like, I'm just playing the game. If it, if it looks like you're really serious and you're just saying, yeah, yo, I'm the shit, this and that, then you come off as kind of a dick. But when you're like cocky and playful, um, it's, it's a really effective frame, okay? If you guys remember this guy David D'Angelo from back in the day, he, he was a pickup guru and he always talked about cocky and funny. Cocky and funny is not quite right in my opinion. Cocky and playful is much more important, all right? Because the playfulness, you're still being cocky, but you're taking the edge off of it because you're showing that you're not taking yourself so seriously. You're just being like um, a bit cocky, but you're also having fun with it, all right? So this can extend to, and this works really well with girls, like light teasing. Like sometimes I'll, I'll flex my arm and get a girl to touch my arm, like, I put her hand on it, and then I say, stop, oh my god, you're so, you have such a dirty mind, and then she'll, like, giggle, and then I'll touch her arm, and be like, oh my god, it's so big, and, you know, you're scaring me, how, how often do you go to the gym, right? Like, obviously, when the girl's arm's, you know, skinny, and, and kind of make her giggle, but, like, that kind of teasing, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not talking about fucking negging, okay, for those of you guys familiar with the me- mystery method, the negging, I don't recommend at all, negging is, like, backhand a compliment where you're, like, putting the girl down, and that's breaking rapport. And to be charming, you never want to break rapport. When I'm teasing lightheartedly and playfully, I'm actually not breaking rapport. I'm maintaining rapport. I'm maintaining rapport, and I'm not. And and the way that you convey it is key. I'm not conveying it in a way of putting her down. I'm just conveying it in a way of like teasing her and having a bit of fun with her, and then she might tease me back and have a bit of fun with me. And it adds to that like interaction. It also adds to that masculine female dynamic where I'm where I'm still being like masculine and confident but I'm not doing it in a way where I'm putting her down or in a negative way it's it's a playful way all right yeah another good move for um being playful is that shit-eating grin where you just say you know you say something with that with that look on your face is like what you know if you watch uh, Top Gun with Tom Cruise back in his prime he had that shit-eating grin locked down and I mean, I kind of do like this half smile like that where I'll say something like, you know, she'll say something like, you know, oh, you're so cocky, you're an asshole. I'm like, yeah, I mean, well, I guess you really like assholes. What's wrong with you? You know, something like that. Or or, or I'll say like, well, it's, you know, I'm, I'm handsome and charming. I can't really help myself. It just it just comes out. You know, you should you should blame my mom. She made me this way, right? So like I'm being a dick, but I'm doing it like playfully and I'm doing it with like a shit-eating grin. And, you know, this is really, really effective with a lot of girls, especially the more feminine types, because it's, it's, it's polarizing. You're being really masculine and confident, and it allows her to show her more, more of your, her feminine side. But you're, you're doing it, and it's obviously like a self-aware, playful way, so that you're not coming off as, like, super arrogant, which no one really likes, all right? I call it, like, sort of self-aware narcissism. Now... That, again, that's not something you want to use on, like, a stranger or, you know, it's something you can use with your friends, something you can use with, with a, a girl who might be a stranger. But, like, if you're just meeting new people, then 
might not be the best move um, to use. And lastly is deliberate misinterpretation, which is still part of uh, point four here, playfulness. Deliberate misinterpretation is where you just she the girl says something and you take it like way out of way out of control. Um, you know, she'll say like, "Oh, I'm sad because I can't see you," and you're like, "Oh, oh my God, are you gonna be okay? Like, should I call the police? Should we should be be worried about you? Like, I, uh, you know, like call the fire department. Are you right? Like, you know, just like taking it and, and just amplifying it and and just like fucking." fucking with her words and 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 just you know you can misinterpret what she says and you know just just playing around with the interaction all right that's the fucking key it's being playful and doing it in a bit of a cocky way uh but but like i said number four is not something to be used in all certain in all situations it's something to be used in specific situations like with guys who already know you or like um you know a new girl that you met and everyone likes being around someone who's playful because it, it allows them to access that like childhood state. It allows them to enjoy the interaction. I mean, the fucking most important thing about being charming is that like if you can make sure that when you hang out with people, they have fun every time, everyone's going to want to hang around with you. All right. It's so easy. It's not about adopting these dark triad traits of like Machiavellianism and, and manipulation. All you have to do is create fun interactions and playful interactions and positive interactions that everyone's going to be want to be around you because you're living in the light and and just by being around you and being around your light it's going to lift up their spirits, okay? And that's a lot of what I do with with the business here. I'm just giving you guys that positivity and, you know, trying to live in the light as best as I can and try and amplify that to you and try and lift up everybody's spirits and that's that's the kind of person that everyone wants to be around. Okay, so that's it for part one on how to be charming. Uh, stay tuned for part two. We're, we're going to be talking about how to be charming part two, how to get what you want from people, which is going to be a really, really important video for you. And as always, I want to thank you for watching the video on YouTube, listening on iTunes, listening on SoundCloud, or checking out my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. I love you, and I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.